Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. Well, we made it to the final episode of season five. Can you even believe it? It feels like just yesterday we were in the Earth's core. And now, here we are, finally back in our home, New York City. Today's episode is really special because we have two incredible special guests. First, the phenomenal singer Sarah Bareilles brings a brand new song to life. And we also have the wonderful actor Michael Michelle Harris. And if you're wondering what happens after the season finale is over, be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode for some news I think that you're going to like. All of that and more coming up after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. Ah, wow. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Tell all that you know We're out of that hole And we're back on the surface In good old New York Sunshine every day Even through skies of gray Who needs sleep anymore When we're in good old New York The Earth's core is overrated. <laughs> That's a harsh review. What can I say? I close them like I seize them. We're finally back in good old New York. New York. Peter, Megan, what are you doing? <laughs> what does it look like? A big musical number to mark our return home. Well, we don't have time for a big musical number right now. The ship's in the middle of being towed away. Oh, season finale, y'all. This is a crisis. Put away your sparkly tuxedo coats and top hats and get back to being worried while I talk us out of this. Okay, Oh, man. The rest of us had verses to sing, too, you know. We were just bored and said, hey, why don't we write a story? I have a huge imagination. If you only use your eyes, then you'll see less stuff. Hi, my name is Dad, and I play video games. Yay! We inspire each other. 
and the world will never be the same. The Soli Pirates. Stop, please! You can't tow our ship! We're the Story Pirates, and this is the Story Pirates podcast! Hmm, I've never heard of you. Really? We take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs? Interesting. I take vehicles illegally parked by adults and tow them away. Just wait! Before you do that, why don't we do a story so you can see what we're all about? I'm listening. Great! Listeners, this first song features the incredible vocal stylings of the one and only Sarah Bareilles. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Violet, and I'm nine years old, and I live in Pennsylvania. This is my story, The Dancing Cupcake. One day, Violet decided to bake cupcakes for no reason at all. She finished decorating and set them on the counter to cool And made sure they wouldn't fall But suddenly a cupcake jumped off of the plate and said Yo, my name is Katie I wanna dance in your house, dance in your house, yeah This is not a question I'm gonna dance in your house, dance in your house, yeah Grabbed Violet's mom's phone And played her favorite tune It played over the speakers in her home At maximum volume She began to dance through the kitchen She began to dance up the stairs singing My name is Katie said uh, unalive and smooth and Katie sighed cause she was hoping to find someone to groove with but then she saw a cat so she jumped on the cat but the cat bucked her off of her cat back and Katie said I think I'll find a family with a nicer cat and with that she left singing my name is katie i wanna dance in your house dance in your house yeah this is not a question i'm on a dance in your house dance in your
Yeah. And now, Lee speaks with the author. Violet, I'm so excited to talk to you about your story, The Dancing Cupcake. Can you tell me how you came up with the idea for it? Oh, well, when I wrote it, I had just baked cupcakes with my mom. And I I thought it would be funny if one of them jumped up and started dancing. What kind of cupcakes did you make? Uh, I think they were chocolate. When you're baking with your mom, do you have certain jobs that you do? Yeah. Well, my favorite is being the test taster. What points in the process do you get to taste test? I get to taste the frosting and the whole thing when it's done. Have you ever rejected a cupcake based on one of your taste tests? Um, no, except the mud cupcake my brother once made for me. What is that? He just put a bunch of mud in a cupcake wrapper. (laughs) So when you were sitting there with your mom baking the cupcakes and you had the idea that one of them started dancing, could you like visualize that happening in your head? Yeah, kind of. I just looked at a cupcake and gave it giant eyes and little mouth. I wonder what it would be like if that cupcake had come to life in your kitchen and started dancing and then was like, Violet, dance with me. Do you think you would have danced with her? I probably would have eaten her. Not even a short dance? Uh, no. Just would have eaten her. That's brutal. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you could do both. Maybe you could take a bite and then do some dancing, you know, like have your cake and eat it too. Oh, yeah, true. Okay, so can you tell me about the part of your story where the cupcake says, this is not a question? (laughs) My friend at school says it a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. She's like, do you want to play with me at recess? This is not a question. (laughs) Why do you think she says it like that? Because I play with her at recess every day, so she probably already knows I will. Are there other things that you would say to someone that wouldn't be a question like that? Maybe buy me ice cream. That's not a question. (laughs) All right. So, Violet, can you tell me more about your creative process? Like, how do you come up with your ideas? I think of something that's near me. Then I think of something that, like, might happen to it to make it really funny. And then I write it down, and then I come back to it later and make up a story for it. And when you write your stories, do you ever just write them for yourself? Or do you always write them for school or for a family member or something? Um, Sometimes I write them, then I read them to my brothers. Oh, that's fun. How many brothers do you have? I have two. That's fun. And what are some good things to keep in mind when you're writing a story for a specific audience like that? Well, I usually think about what they like, and I usually make them do that in the story. Like, if I was writing about my dad... He likes to play video games. So I would write about, like, this is my dad. He likes to play video games. This is him. Hi, my name is Dad, and I play video games. Yay! (laughs) That was a great dad voice that you just did. Thank you. Do you do voices a lot? Um, yeah. Well, then, can you tell me what the cupcake sounds like in your story? Do you have a voice for that? Yeah. Hi, my name is Katie, and I want to dance in the house. That is not a question. (laughs) Well, I love your story so, so, so much, Violet. Thank you so much for letting us perform it. You're welcome. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. So, what do you think? That story was really good. I like the sound mixing. Phew. Okay, so you're not going to tell us? Of course 
I am. Towing away cars has always been my passion, ever since I was a little girl. Aren't you still a little girl? Oh, yeah, I, I may look like I'm 10 years old, but that's only because I was born 10 years ago. The name's Henrietta Hudson, owner of Hudson Towing Company. I'm the biggest name in New York towing trucks, and I didn't get that way by showing mercy. The only way you're getting your ship back is by paying the fine. How much is the fine? $500. $500? That's a full 10-year salary. Well, then it sounds like you're not getting your ship back. Take it away! Ooh, that's gonna need a new coat of paint. And the drill fell off. What do we think, everyone? Will we miss the drill? Oh, no, not. I'm guessing you couldn't talk us out of that ticket, Lee. Unfortunately not, Smitty. And there's no way we can afford the fee, so that means there's only one way we can get the ship back. By pulling off an incredible heist! <gasps> How are we going to pull off a heist? And also, what is a heist? A heist is like a really fun robbery where everyone cheers for the robbers even though they're doing a crime. It also involves careful planning and coordination. Do you really think we can pull that off? Uh, we're not the most coordinated bunch. I mean, Siegfried already fell down an open manhole. Fear not! I will fight my way back up! Ha! 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 Okay, I need help. Of course we can pull it off. <laughs> Remember how we were off the air between season four and five for like a really long time? Yeah. Well, I used that time to plan an elaborate heist in case we'd ever need to steal the ship back from a towing company. Now that's manifesting if I've ever seen it. So is everybody in? Yeah! yeah! Great, here's the plan. First, we'll need someone on the inside. So Rachel, your secret goal is to get us a map of the tow yard. Rachel, was it? Your resume is impressive, but I have some concerns. Aren't you part of that pirate crew? You know, I've been with them a long time, but I realized that my true calling in life is towing things. I guess you could say I was feeling pulled towards it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like your joke. But I do like your passion. Welcome to the Hudson Towing Company. Here's your official badge, gloves, and a detailed map of the facilities, including security flaws. Thanks. I'd hate to get lost on my first day. Great job, Rachel. Wow, this map is really detailed. Um, hmm. Oh, right here. This impound lot is where Henrietta is keeping the ship. Smitty, you'll use the south entrance right here to tell the two security guards who'll be standing right there that you're there to perform a routine plumbing job. What they don't know is that you'll be sneaking me, Megan, and Peter in with the infinity bag. Hola, I'm a plumber here to fix the pipes. I don't remember calling no plumber. Eh, that's because most plumbers show up after your pipes have burst, but I show up before they burst. You wouldn't want burst pipes ruining your nice suit, would you? Hey, he's right, Larry. Didn't your husband get you that suit? Yeah, he'd be real steamed if I came home in a soaking wet suit. <laughs> you go right ahead. After Smitty clears security, he'll take us to the ship and let us out of the bag. Lee, this is confusing. You already told us the whole plan earlier. Do you really need to keep repeating it out loud while we're doing it? Yes, that's how heists work. Now let us out of the bag. Whatever you say. Okay. Oh, oh gosh, getting out of this thing is really something. We're in. 
Megan, Peter, you two keep watch while I pick the lock. Lee, do you even know how to pick a lock? I've been practicing the whole season. I just, you know, never really brought it up. I can confirm that. He did never bring it up. Looks like a standard issue lock. I should be able to open it as long as I have enough time. Hey, fellow security guard. Are you ready for our daily walk through the halls? Am I ever? Ah, the guards. Megan, now's your time to shine. Go distract them with a dazzling dance. I've prepared my whole life for this. Ha-cha-cha-cha-cha, boys! Hey, a tap dancer! Wow, this is the best tap dancing I've ever seen. I could watch this all day. Perfect. This should give me plenty of time. We've got to show the boss. Hey, boss, come check out this tap dancing. Tap dancing? Wow! Is that Henrietta? Hey, you're one of those story pirates. You better not be in the middle of a heist. Uh, no? Peter, go help her. I've almost got this. You got it. Hey, hi, it's me. Um, I'm not, uh, I, well, I am from, well, the... Story Pirates. Oh, shoot. I knew it! You are doing a heist! No, 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 no. I'm actually here for a totally unrelated reason, uh, which is to make cookies! Watch this! And done! Here's one for you. Careful, they're hot. And one for you. And one for you. Mmm, this is good. Really good. Oh my gosh, this is incredible. What are you, some kind of cookie wizard? You know, it's funny you say that. I did inherit mystical cookie powers a few months ago, but I'm just a normal person like you, or Megan, or Lee, who are around the corner trying to break our ship out of your lot. Peter. <laughs> Whoops. What? I knew it. I'm putting a stop to this. Mm. Mm. Right after I have another one of these cookies. Mm. I'm running out of time, but I've almost got it. Nimini, can you hear me? I'm closing in on the ship. Is the extraction team ready? We're standing by on the street. Keep traffic clear. Everybody stand back. I'm a Viking. <laughs> okay, I'm on the ship. Engines are fired up and ready to go. Stop. Sorry, Henrietta Hudson, but you're dealing with the story pirates. And in the end, <laughs> the story pirates always win. Uh, hold on a second. Please? What's going on? You're clear to go. The engine's dead, Dimity. <laughs> the heist is over. We failed! We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! This next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person. I am both a dog and a cat person. And honestly, I don't want to brag, but animals love me too. If I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet, there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see. So it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats. I start sneezing, my eyes water, and I even sometimes have trouble breathing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. 
And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control. We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I hope you're all proud of yourselves, breaking into my building to steal back your ship, tricking my best guards into letting you in, and betrayed by my best new employee. I trusted you, Rachel. I really did. I'm loyal to no company. Henrietta, we're sorry. We know that you take your company very seriously. I do. But we take our work seriously, too. And that's why the SS Tidal Wave is so important to us. It's been part of our lives for so long. We've taken it out to sea. And into the sky. Through outer space. Under the ocean. And under the earth. The ship has been our home for so long. For some longer than others. Yeah, some of us were tricked onto the ship in episode one and have been away from home for five years and should be much more upset than they are. But to lose the ship now is like like an unfinished bag of Cheezos. It's not easy to have it taken from us. Especially since most of our stuff is still on there. My Ooh, collection of spices. Henrietta, you must have something like that in your life. <sighs> I do. When I was just a baby... My family gave me something very important. I care about it the same way you care about your ship. I take care of it every day. And if it were ever taken from me, I would be devastated. <clears throat> I'm talking about my towing company, by the way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we get right. It. So, does that mean you'll let us have our ship back? <laughs> Didn't you hear what I said about how important this company is to me? What kind of businesswoman would I be if I gave you your ship back for free? Come back when you have the money. Wow, she really kicked us out on the street. Yeah, she's always been a tough boss. <sighs> I guess we're really not getting the ship back, huh? Maybe not, but at least I managed to swipe this. Grandpa Rolissimo's painting of the ship. I figured it might be nice to have a piece of the ship with us wherever we go next. Still needs a frame. But where do we go next? That's a good question, Rachel. We've been away for so long. I mean, maybe instead of going somewhere, we could just, I don't know, enjoy being back home in New York City. I could finally perform my plays in real theaters instead of in deadly collapsing lava caverns. I could take a walk through Central Park instead of through the vast darkness of the inner earth. And I guess I could eat food from real restaurants instead of from off the floor. <laughs> Sidewalk, hot dog, it's mine! Ow, 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 ow. Ooh, tangy. No matter what we do next, one thing's for sure. We're gonna keep taking stories written by kids and turning them into sketch comedy and songs. Yeah! yeah! Speaking of which, let's do one last story to close out the season. And here to introduce it is the author. Hi, my name is Lincoln. I'm seven years old and I live in California. This is my story, The Portal.
Ah, another day working here at my beautiful portal shop. I sell sustainably sourced portals farmed right here in my store's backyard. Though I suppose it is solitary work. I mean, here I am, once again explaining to myself what it is that I do out loud just for me to hear. Ah, a customer. Hello there. Are you in the market for a farm-to-table portal? As long as I don't have to put it on my table. (laughs) (laughs) I do love that portal joke. Uh, No, of course. You can put a portal anywhere you'd like. It's a portal. Enter through one end of the portal like this. And exit somewhere else. Look, I'm back here. Very good. Yes, I'd like to take one home today, if possible. I just traded in my 1998 Toyota Tercel. I did not get a lot of value back. Please allow me to show you our fine selection. Where does this one go? It looks terribly gray. I'm not sure where it goes. Let me just pull it open a little. What is that stench coming out of it? Oh, it's terrible! Probably just a passing olfactory phenomenon. Please close it, please close it. But I've just gotten it open. (laughs) What was that? What was what? That terrible sound, it came right from the portal. Oh, please don't go in there. I appreciate your concern, but I know my way around my own portals. Now just stay right here and I'll be back in... He's gone, and the portal disappeared. (sighs) You know what that means. Now I'll have to run this portal shop. (sighs) Heavens, that was a tumble. And by the looks of things, that portal closed right behind me. Where am I? Looks like an open field with several strange animals grazing. Okay, and that over there looks like (gasps) a maze. Hopefully whatever's in there can get me back to my store. I just have to make sure I take my time and remember all of my directions. Here, I'll go left. Here, I'll go right. Very good. And also in my own time, I will very slowly look behind me to see what may have made that sound. It seems to be a dog with, um, three heads. What a charming creature. Will everyone please calm down? You will all get your portals. Gosh, running a portal store is serious business. Excuse me? This portal you sold me is defective. I told you I wanted it to go to my brother's sister-in-law's house, not my sister's brother-in-law's house. Because of you, I've not only made a fool of myself, but now I've committed to the wrong Thanksgiving. Oh, gosh, I'm really sorry. That sign says no refunds, though, so... Well, I'll certainly never be in this store again. Looks like I'll have to pick up that 1998 Toyota Tercel I saw earlier today. (gasps) Wait, that's my car. How much are they asking? They told me it was unsellable. Chef, where are you? All right, still in the maze, and I've managed to heroically escape the three-headed dog by jumping into this large bush. I finally feel ready to extricate myself and continue on my journey home. Ah, much better. Here I go. Hello there, traveler. Ah, this section of the wall is 
glowing? I am the password wall. In order to continue past me, you must solve my riddle and feed me the correct password. Ah, very good. <laughs> Here's the riddle. The word you seek describes the strange realm, but don't be fooled for... Scary. Um... Is it scary? Is that the password? I, uh... Are you sure you don't want to hear the full riddle? I got it, didn't I? The password is scary. Fine, yes, you got it. You may proceed. <sighs> Excellent, thank you. Are you sure you don't want to, like, hang out for a second? <laughs> Being a password wall is great and everything, but it's very solitary work. I get that. I operate my own farm-to-table portal store. Oh, yeah, same grind, yeah. But I do have to be getting back to the store. No, no, I, I get it. Please proceed. But beware the night. Oh, don't worry about that. I tend to really come alive after hours. No, no, I meant like a knight in armor. Oh, he's gone. We want portals! We want portals! Please, everyone, calm down! I've been in here for 15 minutes, and I still don't know what a portal is or does. Oh, a portal can get you anywhere you want to go. You just walk in one end and... Like this? No, not that one! Ah! He jumped into a portal on the ground that leads to a portal on the ceiling, so now he just keeps falling through both. Do you take checks? Oh no, Chef, when are you coming back? Now another left, and another left, and another left. Ha <laughs> ha! Can't fool me, Maze. I can turn left all day. You there! Heavens, who are you? I am the knight of this maze. It is my sworn oath to protect this sacred place. So prepare yourself. You were about to incur the wrath of the great Samaze. I must think fast. Oh, what's that in my pocket? <gasps> I've had an extra portal on me this whole time? Please let it take me home. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Where did he go? What's that strange hole opening in the air just above my head? Oh. You have bested me. Uh. Sir Maze is knocked out. You came back. It's me, the password wall. Oh, hey, password wall. You came back to hang out, didn't you? I think I have some snacks somewhere around oh, here. Oh, no, sorry. I have to get back to my store, but I don't know how. I just used my last portal to escape that night. You need a portal? You have portals? I can give you any portal that you require if you solve my riddle. Is the password portal? Uh, <sighs> yes. Yeah, it's Portal. I'll send you back if you're sure you're good on snacks. Yes, get me out of here. A Portal store is a dangerous thing to leave unattended. Uh, you know what? Portal super sale. Everyone gets to keep the Portal they are currently trapped inside of. <laughs> you never answered my questions about chess. Excuse me. What is going on in my store? Oh, hey, how do you get the portals to stop flinging people around? Just close them. Here. Well, that was a day. I'm very sorry. You know, if you need any help, I could maybe pick up a couple shifts per week. 
You didn't exactly knock it out of the park today, but I've done worse. Can I work here too? Ah, password wall? I followed you through the portal and I won't leave until you solve my Is the answer the end? (sighs) Yeah. The end! And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. We have a story from five-year-old Alba in Missouri called The Sandwich Family. Now, I love a beautiful and unique family, and The Sandwich Family is as beautiful and unique as they come because they're made up of a sandwich and water and a chip and a tomato and a spoon, and they party and they dance and they sleep, and the water sleeps standing up, which is my favorite detail in the story. Thanks for sending it in, Alba. Next up from Hugh, an eight-year-old in Canada, we have lyrics to a song called I Did. And these lyrics are like a beautiful poem, even though they are also obviously the lyrics to an awesome rock song. They go like this. I did stick my hand in the toilet. I did fall out of bed in the morning. I did lick an old piece of gum. There are just so many amazing lyrics here that all start with I did. I did! Can't you just hear that rock song? Hugh, thanks for sending it in, my friend. Shout out to Noah, a six-year-old from Texas who sent us the story, The Monster Who Finds Monsters. And I love the way that Noah uses colors in his story because there are all sorts of monsters turning different colors. Like a white monster dives into a lava cave and turns red. A monster dives into very blue water and turns blue. And then they all turn so many different colors until they finally turn into a rainbow and they have a big party. Great job, Noah. And finally, shout out to 11-year-old Aaliyah from Wisconsin who sent us the story, That One Sunny Halloween Night. And you're probably thinking, wouldn't a Halloween story start on a dark and stormy night? Well, this one starts on a sunny afternoon. And it just gets stranger from there. It even has a slug who wears a party hat and Star Wars pajamas. Because a witch put a curse on it, of course. To find out all of the other amazing details in this story, you're going to have to read the whole thing. To read all of today's Roll Call stories, just head to storypirates.com slash podcast. That was Roll Call. And now for some exciting news. You might be thinking, Lee, what's going to happen to the Story Pirates podcast now that the season is over? Does this mean no more Story Pirates until season six? Well, I have some good news for you. We are not going away between seasons. That's right. Until season six debuts later this year, we will be releasing a brand new story every week right here where you're listening right now. We are so excited to keep bringing you stories all year round. So keep writing them and keep sending them in because we're going to need them. That's it for today's episode, and that's it for Season 5 of the Story Pirates Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We love each and every one of you, and to everyone who sent us a story this season, they are all so incredible. We hope you enjoyed getting story love for them, but most of all, we hope that you enjoyed writing them and sharing those stories with your friends and family, because that's what it's all about. 
Thanks to today's authors, Violet and Lincoln, grown-ups can still submit kids' stories at storypirates.com. And remember, every single story we receive gets some love. Some story love! We'll be back February 16th with a brand new story. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios. Executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, Mike Cavallon, Minzwi Karami, Mahela Lawrence, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Roll call theme by Andrew Barbado. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Minzwi Karami. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon, Mahela Lawrence, and Alexis Simpson. And contributing writers are Will Jacobs, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guests, Sarah Borellis and Michael Michelle Harris. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Carly Shiraki, Matt Cox, Sasha Diamond, Langston Darby, Chris Ferry, Christina Grosspeach, Quinton Johnson, Alexis Lambright, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Peter Russo, Jamie Watson, Rachel Winitsky, Nimini Ware, and Matt Zimbrano. The Dancing Cupcake was written and produced by Ellen Winter. Sarah Bareilles appears courtesy of Epic Records, a division of Sony Music Entertainment. Good Old New York was written by Minzwi Karami and Jack Mitchell and produced by Jack Mitchell. Ah, New York City. Nothing like it. The streets, the skyscrapers, the subways, the people, the bodegas, the bodega cats, the bacon, egg, and cheese on our rolls, the pure New York City vibes. This is living. I never need to go to sleep ever again. I just want to open my mouth and sing. I love you, New York. Okay, yeah, okay, a pigeon... Uh, Pigeon just pooped in my mouth. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's New York for you, I guess. Ugh. Okay, okay, I'm moving out of the street. Jeez.